Um, good. I'm a little. Yeah, I I I don't know. Having a five o'clock meeting always bums me out. Yeah, those are the worst. Is it is it just because like your time zones are different? Yeah, it's a. Uh, um, 3 p.m. Uh, the oh for the, yeah. for them that's like all right guys finish up this meeting and then we can you know wrap it up for the day and you're like yep. I should be having dinner. <laughs> Wait, you have dinner at five? No, I mean like when the meeting's done. Oh, uh, but... okay, okay, cool. I God, I I don't remember the last time I had dinner before like 6:30 p.m. Yeah, my my dinner time is always super sporadic. Mm-hmm. So like, I have had dinner at five p.m. before, depending on how things go earlier in the day. But I've also had it at like eight p.m. Well, I assume that you have to work your schedule around Jade a lot, right? Uh yeah, to an extent. Sometimes yeah. it's just that you know we're gonna make a dinner, and it it takes several stages, and it's a long cooking process. So you know. It just takes longer. I feel like I should get more into meal prepping, but the trade-off then is that, like, I have even less of a Sunday, you know? Yeah. I mean, it depends on what you're cooking. No, but to, like, make an entire, like, week's worth of food in an afternoon? I mean, that, that's, like, the extreme version. Like, a lot of people with, like, meal prepping, they're just like, my Saturday or Sunday dinner... I will make six servings instead of one. Uh, that's then, cooking for leftovers. I, mm. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. I went, yeah, it's, I, I don't make like four different like meals whenever I meal prep for the week. Yeah. I just make four servings of one meal and there, eat it I mean, throughout the week. There's definitely meal prepping where people will, you know, lay out a bunch of Tupperware and they make four different meals with like, four servings of each and then that's going to be like their lunch and dinner for the rest of the week but then there's just like i'm going to make a bunch of rice and vegetables or like chicken breast and pasta and that kind of stuff and then you throw it in a bowl and then you just scoop out a little bit when you want dinner the rest of the week all right guess mm-hmm. i'm having chili this week yeah i mean yeah chili it's is great. like definitely a meal prep because you make like 10 fucking servings at once and it's amazing. You guys want to know what else is going to be amazing? When we defund the police? Yes! And we're going to talk about that and much, much more in this episode of the Quarantine Cast, sponsored by Voluntary Viewing. And this episode is episode 69! <laughs> Oh, I didn't think that was ever going to stop. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I started to think it was a nightmare. <laughs> and then I was going to wake up and it like morphed into my alarm clock sound. And It's a song where the bass never drops. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, that's what I was beginning to think. Whoa, it's 69, dude. Yeah. Nice. This has been a joke since the 80s. Is that really the origin of 69 as a concept? Um... It's supposed to be like a Kama Sutra thing, right? That's where it comes from. I don't really. I don't think they called it the sixty nine for a while, but like 
I mean, like, yeah, that, that position has definitely been around for, like, thousands of years. But, like, I don't know 1888. calling it. The French they... Fair Sociante Neuf, literally to do 69. Hmm. Mm. Uh, referring to this, the similarity of positions to the arrangement of the numerals. So, so that's it's always the French. It's always the goddamn French. Okay, but it looks like it was popularized in 1989 uh, because of Bill and Ted. So that was sure. a part of it. That was a part of it. Popularized amongst the normies. <laughs> the cultured French had been doing it for much longer. Yeah. Those fucking normies. All they do is catch on to things too late. Well, thanks for coming out, folks. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was on Know Your Meme and got distracted by the top entries of this month. What are they, Lucas? That sounds like a topic to talk about. Uh, top meme, Femboy Hooters, top person, Belle Delphine, top event, one angry gamer, Traders of America list. I forgot about the Traders of America list. Yeah. There's a lot of double traders on there now, <laughs> which it feels like once you're a traitor to your country, you, there's no worse thing. Right. Like, I don't know if you can double down on that. You're already like at the extreme. Mm-hmm. So I think it's showing off just how dumb this guy's list is that he has to like designate just single traders and then double traders. Like, oh, maybe you're assigning people as traitors to their country for things that are too small. If you're willing to, like, designate other people as double traitors. I mean... Maybe there should be, like, a less serious, uh... What is that word? Infraction? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was already farcical, but it just got... The introduction of a double traitor is just fucking playground bullshit, right? Uh, yeah. A little bit. Hmm. It does feel like it's getting into the territory of a uh, no gibbsies backsies. You're a double trader, no triple trader. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. I I am also distracted by something on Know Your Meme. I don't know if you saw it when you go to the homepage, but it's it's Rick ripping off the uh, the wallpaper and revealing something underneath. Mm-hmm. And it just says, gorillas don't know any bodybuilding techniques, so we've probably never seen one at full strength. That's true. <laughs> Terrifying. It's definitely true. Imagine if you got a, if you got a got gorilla a on a proper uh, diet and workout regimen. <laughs> yeah, you, you give a gorilla a Bowflex and holy fuck. Yeah. Give a gorilla a Bowflex and some fucking uh, Whey gold protein. powder. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna be, he's gonna be wearing uh, earrings and a backwards flat bill, and <laughs> he's wearing a months. t-shirt that he like cut the sleeves off of instead of just buying a sleeveless t-shirt. And <laughs> oh wow, I feel personally attacked. Is that a bad thing to do? No, just the stereotype gym bro thing. Ah, there you go. Not to be confused with a himbo, a gym bro. Yeah. 
I mean, why would you... I don't know. Why would you buy a sleeveless t-shirt? That sounds kind of dumb. I'm not going to lie to you. No, just like an athletic like tank top. Yeah, that sounds dumb to me. It's mm. <laughs> a concept. Have you, have you never bought a sleeveless shirt? No. Why would I do that? Because it gets hot outside. Oh, my <laughs> God. So those, you can three inches, those three inches of fabric really overheat you. Like, what? It's definitely a thing. I'm sure it's a thing that people do. I think that's way dumber than just taking a ratty old t-shirt that you'll never wear and just cutting the sleeves off of it. I disagree. Why? Because it doesn't Wait, look as logic? good. It doesn't look as good. Who cares? What? <laughs> what? I thought this was for fu- this was for function, not for form. You just said it's for working out when it's too hot. You're gonna be a sweaty mess in theory. So well, why do you ta- care about how about good it looks? Being outside. But yeah, well, like if, if you're just I, being outside, then you won't need it. You're not gonna overheat by just <laughs> being outside. I, at least I hope not. Oh my god. I, I, but, I, I think you're so, the one without any logic here. So, okay, if, if sleeveless shirts are pointless, then why cut the sleeves off of them, Ryan? Because they're not pointless. I just said <laughs> the function is to be cooler. So, therefore, <laughs> okay, yeah, you just cut them off. So, do then do? just buying them with them not on is different. Yeah, how, how? because you can use a normal t-shirt throughout its life cycle. And then when you can no longer wear it as a t-shirt... You just cut the sleeves off, and now it's a workout shirt that you don't care that it gets ratty and dirty and whatever. Because all you do is work out in it. Because you need to stay cool. Or you just (laughs) buy a sleeveless shirt that's made out of a material that wicks away sweat anyway. No, it doesn't. (laughs) That shit's so fake. Come on. (laughs) What the fuck? What what can... Oh my god, dude. What? That's not real. Like that that oh, doesn't oh. provide any actual So an athletic relief. shirt is the same as like a cotton t-shirt. Yeah. No, Ryan. Yes. No, it's not. It literally is. It is literally not. <laughs> I okay. I don't want to pull any any sort of card on you, but let's just say I have a lot of experience with both materials for literally my entire life, which I'm sure you do too. So you can't just invalidate my opinion and Every single person that I knew playing very intense athletic sports throughout my entire life and say, no, you're completely wrong. (laughs) Your opinion that there's really not that much of a difference between the two materials is just incorrect. I I think I think you came up in like cross country where I could see it being like an anti-chafe measure or something like that. But then for me, never, never experienced chafe. Yeah, for me, chafing was always from those synthetic materials that quote unquote wicked away sweat. And I was always much more comfortable to wear a cotton shirt. I I have worn plenty of cotton shirts while running or working out in the gym. And I have worn plenty of athletic style shirts made out of those different kinds of material. Mm-hmm. And there is a huge difference. No. There definitely is. Those cotton shirts are so uncomfortable when you're working out. They're, they're not. It's they're hot. It's just like wearing a pool once you start sweating <laughs> that's the, that's the point of sweat it's, what it's, is the biological purpose of sweat it's to cool you down it, it's the point of sweat is to evaporate so it cools you down if the sweat yeah. doesn't evaporate and it's just caked on you and wet then it's so much worse <laughs> i don't understand are you working out in africa like in the savannah it's do you it's not very sweat confusing. 
Yes, I sweat an unbelievable amount. I yeah. should be exactly. I should be like ground zero for your like uh, bullshit. Like costs four times as much workout gear. It's like a ten dollars shirt. <laughs> They're not ten dollars. The ones that yes. you're buying for ten dollars, I promise you, do not have any sweat wicking technology. They're just made of like synthetic material and not cotton. I promise you, if you're buying a shirt for that cheap, it is not actually, like, engineered material that wicks away moisture. It's just, this is a synthetic clothing material versus cotton. Because that's cheaper than cotton shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. have any extra research put into making well, I'm it. Not, like, I'm not saying I'm wearing a science shirt. I'm saying that's that... What, the, the, what? That's what you said! I said the material is different than cotton. Those, Do those I need shirts, to play the, the back the part where you literally said no, wearing the synthetic this material shirts? that's been engineered to like wick moisture away from the body. Okay, no, I did not say you like they specially back? designed to do that's this thing. That's literally what you said. No, I said that's said what that. it does. That's no! what it does. The synthetic shirts, like the I don't know, polyester or whatever the fuck they're made out of, that feels different. It acts different it with moisture. I don't think that's true. If you're buying I, a ten dollar shirt it is totally a placebo effect if you're buying a $10 shirt and think that it's actually, like, using advanced technology. This will But it's not advanced. It's simple. It's simple. It's just no. a different material. Yeah, exactly. And it still absorbs sweat and still does the same exact thing that cotton does. Ryan. Yes. Oh, my God. This no. is a real thing. No. This is absolutely a real thing. Totally a real thing. Jesus Christ, Ryan. People wearing, I'm, I'm going to take the bold stance and say that people wearing sleeveless shirts that they bought are much bigger tools than people that just cut the sleeves off of a normal t-shirt. I'm going to make that bold stance. I, I don't, I don't see how your brain works. Right? <laughs> Come on. I, I literally don't see how yours does either and how you can eval invalidate my experience and that experience of literally my entire like high school football team, high school basketball team, and then I mean baseball's irrelevant because come on, no one works hard in baseball. Oh, but definitely basketball and football. Over half of the people did not wear any synthetic uh, undershirts, and uh, when they were working out, ninety to ninety-five percent just wore the shirts with sleeves cut off. Some old, like, farm clothes that they used to wear. And they just slap those sleeves off and then pump out some sets. So. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, I, on the other hand, have never even been in a sport or you have. I've never even left to my parents' basement. You have. That's not what I said. I've just said you've fallen for... I'm baiting the... The, uh, the, the fucking, what's it called? My, my thesis statement is that you have been wooed by marketing into thinking that this thing is important. And then since you spent money on it, your brain gives you a placebo effect of, yeah, this feels really good. And then for some people, they've thought about it and compared them and been like, eh, no, it's really not worth it at all. So they spend zero dollars and just reuse old material instead of buying some prepackaged you know, fucking third world labor, uh, like borderline slave labor, cheap ass shirt that does nothing for you. 
That's that's my thesis statement. Well, all right then, research it. <laughs> Do your research. Do it. No, I'm follow I mean, you, the money. <laughs> <laughs> you you have you have a very strong opinion about this, and it it's it goes beyond uh, just what you've experienced. Because I said that's that's what my experience has been, and you said mm-hmm. incorrect. I did not and say that, incorrect. Hold on. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, you, yes, you did. No, you came after me. You're the one that came after me for saying, like, no, nah, I don't think that that's true. Like, I, I said, personally, that's not the case for me. So I always thought that it made more sense to just cut the sleeves off an old T-shirt because I didn't find the difference to be that big. And you said, you're wrong. So why is it on me? I didn't try to invalidate your experience. I'm like, yeah, sure, you're free to wear it. I don't you, think You that's said that I, I got, like conned by marketing <laughs> that's what i yeah that's what i said absolutely you, you, you called me a, a little dumb boy i did not call you a little dumb boy i just i that's how human psychology works it was marketed as this thing and it won you over and now you're it probably does actually work better for you if your brain is willing to like accept the placebo so yeah am i trying to take that away from you no but like you shouldn't because of your own brain's experience of a placebo effect you shouldn't like just fucking attack everyone else who's saving money and i mean i'm not gonna like put us on a pedestal but like the environment mm-hmm. like a million other things like okay. just basic materials reduce reusing recycling uh i, I, have, a, I have i have that on my side <laughs> lucas you've been quiet dangerously quiet Piggybacking off of all of this, what level of mm. core strength do you guys think I need to pull off a half shirt? Yeah, you need you need to have some definition there. I think I can not, get not some necessarily definition. cum gutters, but you're gonna need right. You're gonna need some trenches in between those abdominal muscles. Well, we did half shirts that one time in high school, Lucas. Remember? Yeah. God, cross country people in their half shirts. Well, I mean, uh, we, we did it as a joke, like uh, one day. Uh, somebody, the co- somebody the, had, the co- <laughs> yeah, someone called the cops because we were running with our shirts off. Yeah. So the high school mandated that we had to wear shirts. So we just cut them off like at the nipples. Yep. Nope. Our, that was our cross country team did that because, uh, the girls weren't allowed to run in sports bras. So they had to wear like the belly shirts and then the guys were just like, oh, we'll be edgy. And wear half shirts, and then they wore half shirts always. And and cross country practice literally like their whole thing was running laps around the football practice. Oh god, that sounds so awful. All we, all we would be doing is just watching these fucking half shirt freaks, <laughs> as we're like both you know working very hard in the August Wisconsin weather. Just like god damn it, people, why? <laughs> Why is this a thing? There's too much hair. It's everywhere. <laughs> Stop. You. I'm nauseous enough. I'm running two a days. I'm literally like already nauseous, and now you're, you're just your, your fucking bare belly is uh, coated in liquid sweat. Like this is just <laughs> absolutely disgusting. As opposed to solid sweat. Um. Yeah, yeah. No, solid sweat would be worse, I suppose, on a bare hair belly. Fucking send those kids out on a route. Don't make them do laps. Come on. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, they they would, but like they definitely always at least warm up in uh, in like laps around our football practice field and soccer practice field. Mm-hmm. So it was a rare moment of camaraderie between the football players and the soccer players where we got to 
dunk on the cross-country runners in tandem. <laughs> very rare moment of camaraderie there. At the very... Okay. Uh, was the swim team at the bottom of your school's we, totem we pole? We no fucking pool. <laughs> I think we had a swim team. No. The, the kids who, like, were good swimmers and might be able to, like, go to college on a swimming scholarship literally had to, like, transfer schools. Oh, God. And, like, go to the Wisconsin Dells High School because they had a pool and we literally did not have a pool. <laughs> So I, I had like at least two people that I was like acquaintances with in middle school that were like, yep, I'm going here for middle school. But then come high school, I'm going to have to go to the Dells because I'm a, like a good swimmer. And it's my only chance to like get a college scholarship. Did they? I think one of them did. Good for them. I mean, like, OK, so, yeah, like you said, bottom of the totem pole and it's, it's definitely punching down. But like, it doesn't seem that hard to me to get a college scholarship for swimming. <laughs> Is that bad? I don't well, know. I, I feel I like feel, I feel like there's so few students right? already that are willing to do it, exactly. like willing to do swimming. So like, you just have to be like kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> like, what percentage of high school competitive swimmers get college scholarships? Because to me, it feels like fifty percent. <laughs> it feels feels like a really high percentage get to go to college. Not probably for free, but with some sort of high level scholarship, like. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just bias, but uh, it doesn't seem that difficult. In, definitely in comparison to, like, football or basketball, like, where it's literally the 0.1% of the 0.1%. Because everyone already wants to do it, yeah. and then you have to be good enough where you're better than everyone else there, but then also better than everyone else within a certain yeah. square mile radius. And you literally, like, basically have to be going to these talent camps since you were like 13 years old to be properly evaluated by scouts and colleges and actually be discovered basically like you're an actor or like a singer <laughs> like yeah no, it's it seems like a little bit easier seems like you could waltz your way in there mm. fucking swimmers mm. and you know what swimmers wear synthetic material <laughs> I want to see, no see a swimming sw- bodies. <laughs> I want to sw- see a swimmer out there with like a, a pair of cotton shorts on. Well, I mean, oh, no, no, they were they were cotton pants, and then they cut most of the legs off, and yeah, just denim everyone, cutoffs. Yeah, if if shorts. everyone thought like Andrew, they'd be like, some random high school swimmer could beat Michael Phelps if he was wearing cotton because it's just an absolute nightmare. I very much enjoy the episodes of this podcast where just wind them up and watch them go. This was terrific. I'm sad to see it end, but now we need to do a clap sync and move into the post-roll where there is no way we're going to be wackier than what this was. I love when Lucas thinks that he's like the puppet master when really it's just me and Andrew like to yell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Lucas wound us up there. It wasn't just both of us deciding. Time to scream. And, and also, like, no matter, like, how heated that got, neither one of us just, like, stared the other one down in the eye and was like, you will be a failure for the rest of your life. <laughs> you can't escape the pants. I have a meme coming out that maybe we can post on the voluntary viewing Twitter. I was just going to send it to you guys in the Facebook Messenger. Oh, God. Uh, Your fans have been waiting for the (laughs) publication of this meme. It's going to be spicy.
what's the meme, Ryan? I'm not going to explain the meme. Oh, I thought you were going to send like it to killing us. Killing the frog. Oh no, it's not ready. Oh, okay. Oh, this is a this is an evolve or involved Premiere Pro meme. This isn't some. Oh my god. Quick Photoshop job. <laughs> oh my god, this is a high effort a high effort mm-hmm. meme from Ryan. This is a multi. This is a hot uh, a multi framed meme. So it is definitely a multi framed meme. It might end up being a series of memes using the oh, same god. template. <laughs> Because I have so many ideas for this meme. Oh my god. <laughs> so, it's up to... We're, we're going to see just how hard, how, how much time I have to spend on the first iteration. The first one that came to my head. But there's been plenty. And uh, there might be a Call of Duty montage variant. <laughs> um, there might be all sorts of stuff. We are, wit- <laughs> we are witnessing the future of culture and entertainment right here. Basically. Um, do we want to give a quick follow-up on the uh, Monday Night Football? Oh, yeah. Uh, it was the a tough real day. Packers won. It was a tough day in the office today, you know, since since our team lost. <laughs> Everyone was, you know, definitely down in the dumps. But uh, there's always next week. Yeah, uh, so that was, the, that was the interview with the losing team. Now cut to the winning team, popping champagne. Just, <laughs> God to Disney World, yeah. Uh, so, how responsible lives. was God for this victory? Uh, I'd like to thank God. It looks like God <laughs> is a Packers fan today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron Rodgers, never change. And he would have he would have said that no matter who would have won. <laughs> that version of Aaron Rodgers would have been like, it looks like God was a Packers fan today. <laughs> and then the other version of Aaron Rodgers would have been. Uh, depressed. <laughs> I love how there was two different belt celebrations yep. confirming, and by each Aaron Rodgers confirming that it was still the real OG Aaron Rodgers on both teams. <laughs> yep, it is it's pretty gold. It is a constant across every reality of Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers went into the shimmer, was replicated from, you know, the smallest piece of his being, and then. Yeah, two of them Out exist. Came a belt celebration. Mm. Yep. And uh, Darnell Savage, on both sides, ruined the fucking game for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have two face masks. Two face masks, and then uh, got burned by Julio for mm. a touch or for a touchdown. I think it was Julio. Um, got burned real bad, blown coverage, and then on the other end, the the other Darnell Savage. Blocked my Mason Crosby's field goal. I don't think he blocked it. I think he. Fair. I think. I think he blocked it. Maybe oh, not. But no. I mean, I have the video. Let me quick check. Okay. He definitely recovered it though, and then ran it back. Oh no! He recovered it for a touchdown. For sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. I um. I'm not gonna say why I have the video downloaded, but let's just say mm. it, it relates to the meme. Um, <laughs> no. It was. It was Chandon Sullivan with the block. Oh, Chandon Sullivan block. Big number 39 coming off the edge. Darnell with the recovery, the scoop and score. All right. right, I'm pretty sure your Chandon Sullivan also, like, batted down a pass from DeAndre Hopkins on my team. Yep. Just just punching out of his weight class. Yeah, I think your Chandon Sullivan also got burned on a touchdown or something because you were like well yeah chandon sullivan can't cover julio or something yeah and then and then your same players are playing at all pro (laughs) level for no reason (laughs) 
Look, Madden is a realistic simulation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we now know definitively. Yeah, Aaron, my Aaron Jones had six rushing yards. On, against, on what, nine carries? On too? nine carries against the Packers defense that was known last season as being just a terrible run defense. Mm-hmm. With no added players to that defense. I didn't see the need. I don't. I mean, granted, look, he only got nine carries for the exact reason that I spelled out. I thought that our run defense wasn't that big of an issue. Literally because we forced you to become one-dimensional. And I think Aaron Rodgers had 34 pass attempts with nine rushes. So it was uh, it was what I said did come true in this microcosm. Where you were, you it is were forced true. to become one-dimensional because we were putting up points. One way or another, I I lost. I have seeded the argument. I have no feet to stand on. All right. So the next one is Green Bay Packers with cotton undershirts versus the Green Bay <laughs> Packers with <laughs> synthetic moisture wicking undershirts. I mm, be there. Who will win? You just I like mean, decrease the stamina by like one point or something. No, <laughs> I li- that's the whole basis of the argument. I'm not going to do that. Do they? Do they have classic uniforms in the game, like the old school Packers uniforms? Well, it's not so much the uniforms as the uh, undershirts. The layer mm. touching the skin is, mm. I think, the layer of contention. So they do have, I believe, different material undershirts. <laughs> but here's the thing. There won't be a difference. <laughs> Shocker. If you change their undershirt in Madden, their abilities and stats won't go down. But which of Madden... your teams will win? That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. And then which one of you will be able to Their clothing definitely don't change their stats. It's not like you can increase their speed by changing their cleats. It's a video game! (laughs) Oh! Oh, only in video game land does it work that way. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to this, definitely the actual 69th episode of the Quarantine Cast. Uh, Black Lives Matter, um... Shoutouts to the LGBTQ plus community during Pride Month and every month. Uh, if you are able to, please donate to uh, Act Blue using the link in the description down below. Thank you all so much for listening, and yeah, be safe and have fun out there. Goodbye. Yeah,